0: Well, the news team have kind of pipped us to the post with the breaking news yeah. from the Consumer Commission, Wendy. Yeah. But we will just give listeners a bit of a recap of what has happened in that story, and then we're moving on to the issue of who is liable when your luggage is damaged in transit on a on a flight. Uh, we do have a recent listener case study to share with you. I'm sure many of our listeners will have experiences of their own that they might want to share as well. So, if you have been in the position of having your luggage damaged on a flight and you want to tell us how the issue was resolved or perhaps not resolved, we'd Welcome your calls to 0214460567 and voice notes to 0725671567. Always lovely to have you with us, Wendy. Welcome. Hello,
1: Pippa. Thanks.
0: So, last week, before we get to the luggage, last week we mentioned the latest apple juice recall. I can't remember which one came yeah. in which order, but the third one came in while we were on air, I think. Probably and Woolworths l- was the last one. That's right. Yeah. And, Wendy, somebody actually WhatsApp me to say first the apple then the liquid fruit. What is going on with our apples? We might have an answer for them thanks to the National Consumer yes. Commission statement. I must have I
1: put a few feelers out and and no one came back to me with a name but obviously when I got the second one the LiquiFruit um series one I think it's important to stress it's only export so series apple juice so not series not apple juice on available our shelves. on our shelves yeah. Okay. Um and I thought okay this is a week just over a week after the Tizer one there has to be the same supplier. Mm. Um and and then of course the, the Woolworths one and I I thought there'd be more, actually, but it seems, um, I think we would have heard if there were any more. So it's just those three, or four, if you add, series. Um, And then just this morning, um, Acting National Consumer Commissioner Tezi Mabuza came out and said, um, well, she fingered um, Elgin, Elgin fruit juice, Epidewire Limited, as the supply of 100% apple juice concentrate in relation to the recent recall. So that's the common ingredient there. Okay. She says um, the commission has reasonable grounds to believe that Elgin fruit juice supplied goods that are unsafe or pose a potential risk to the public. Um, and then she went on to quote from the um, relevant section of the Consumer Protection Act that protects consumers against receiving uh, uh, goods that are safe or, or not safe or not of good quality. The fine applicable... Um, if there is a, you know, it goes through to the Consumer Tribunal and they're found guilty, is 10% of the annual turnover or a million rand, whichever is the greater. They always said that. Okay. Um, so what the release didn't say was what the problem is yeah. and um, and and why we should be worried, if, if at all. So all the brands um, in question were found to contain elevate, elevated levels of patulin, which is a mold toxin or fungal toxin found mainly in rotting apples. And there's a a regulatory threshold of um, no more than 50 parts per billion. So the concentration was a little higher than that. They haven't said how high, which makes it difficult for people um, like food safety expert Mm, Dr. Lucia to comment. um, She's put quite a lot on her website um, and uh, and left consulting. Um, She says, fruit juices are pasteurized to kill off any microorganisms that could cause food poisoning – And that could cause spoilage of the product, such as yeasts. But the heating temperatures used for pasteurisation do not destroy the patulin. And as for any possible uh, danger to human health, because I think it's important not to scare people. But you know they're wondering. So what is the problem? Why? What's the possible? Um, safety issue at the higher concentration. Um, Lucia, who's uh, been on the show many times on Mm -hmm. various issues, says, in vivo, animal studies show interaction of patulin with the gastrointestinal tract causing an inflammatory reaction. Similar disturbances have been reported in humans including nausea and vomiting. It can also be mutagenic that is causing DNA damage in animals, stress animals, as well as teratogenic affecting unborn Fetuses. I've had a pregnant woman in her first trimester write oh, to me gosh. in a terrible state. Um, but Lucia says it's important to note that these, this is on her website, that yeah. these effects have occurred in animal models and also when at very high levels of patulin have been administered to those experimental animals via direct ing- injection into the peritoneum as opposed through diet. Such very high levels are unlikely to be found in commercially manufactured juices, Furthermore, the effect of dilution when ingesting other foods must be considered. So that's um, theoretically the issue, but, you know, very few studies um, on humans and essentially don't worry too much. But clearly, um, it you know, <laughs> I don't want the stuff on the market. And so if you've... If you've drunk it, you know, and you've, you haven't been nauseous or vomiting, please don't worry about any other effects. Okay. You're, you're going to be fine. Wendy,
0: I've already had somebody asking, is it only the 200ml cartons or is it the litre cartons as well? I don't have the specifics uh, of the recall do, uh, in front but of they, me. Or you if recall? you
1: just Google it, um, uh, well, uh, you Okay, you're what you're we'll do is in the it. next ad break, we'll, we'll, we'll look, look, look it up and I'm, I'll try and I'm find the specific all them. Which, for you. Which
0: brand is she talking about? She has uh, the Woolworths apple juice in particular. Okay, I'll find the Woolworths release and we'll get back to Okay, and we'll, we'll get back to you on that one. So that's the latest. The National Consumer Commission saying it, it has identified the sort of the common thread in the story as being Elgin fruit juice suppliers of the concentrate that is then used by the uh, the producers who sell it to us in the store. So uh, we'll keep you posted. It's not to say that they have been found guilty of everything, but that Important, there is an investigation that, underway yes. looking into this. But it that. is
1: significant that they've actually named a uh, supplier. They must be pretty convinced yeah, that that I is, is so. the
0: source. And, of course, what now becomes is it… Uh, accidental or whatever it may be a, a whole investigation has to follow. So we'll keep you posted on that one and we'll try and re- have you got the information yes, already just, Wendy? It's
1: just the 200 mil packs. Just the 200 cartons. Packs. Okay. Yeah.
0: And uh, so that's the Woolworths apple juice and then just do be aware that the Liquifruit and Appletizer brands were also affected and recall notices put out on some of those products. It was series, you said it was only the export. Only uh, export. Um, yeah, I'm
1: even loath to mention it because people will now attach it but, but the locally um, available apple juice with the series um, brand are, is not affected by the recall
0: okay thank you so much for the clarity on that okay so that's the latest on the apple juice uh, if there are any follow-up questions around that story you're very welcome to send them through with a voice note or give us a call but otherwise we'll move on to the luggage conversation and if necessary we can come back uh to to follow up questions on the apple juice so the luggage Wendy. Yes. Uh, we're talking about luggage damaged in transit while you're flying um Regular listeners to the segment will know that it was a good few weeks ago we heard from a listener who'd left it too late to report that her, her bag had been damaged. You might recall the story. She was rushing to get home because of curfew I and do. she didn't uh, report it at the time. Yes. And when she went back three days later, they said, sorry, far, far too late to claim. And we we heard from several people that day. Wendy, I'm sure we'll hear from others again today, really giving us a sense of how often this kind of incident can happen.
1: Absolutely. It's happened to me. Um, not lately. I've, I've flown quite a bit lately and, and had to check uh, a bag in and all went well. But I think 2019, pre-COVID, I mm. had in the space of a f- four or five months, the same bag was twice um, broken in two. Um, the first time it didn't have a cover. The second time I thought, okay, I'm going to put a cover on, you know, you attach it with Velcro yeah. over a, a padlock on the uh, on The zip. And, yeah. and when it arrived on the... Um, Conveyor on the carousel, yeah, yeah. at um, Cape Town International, I could just see that the bear, the cover was put on old squiff. Um, the padlock was gone Gosh. Just everything rifled through including the contents of my toiletry bag scattered all over and um, I think we might have had this conversation on air not a thing was taken um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> sorry I shouldn't but laugh but they're looking for expensive <laughs> No, exactly.
1: I didn't know whether to be happy or insulted but um, I know that the number one Pulford item is, is um, designer perfume yeah. new or used and um, obviously I didn't have any of that I don't enjoy spending that kind of eye watering money on, on fragrance so they, they just left, even my Doc Martens, which is very precious to me, we're there. And those are expensive so, shoes, yeah. yeah. So anyway, it, it is it is fairly common. Um, we've covered the issue from all sorts of angles. But um, today we're looking at what kind of compensation are you legally mm. entitled to when that does happen. And, and you, you've you experienced this as well, I know. Well, this front. is
0: a really interesting one because the particular case study today involves a, a child's car seat that was damaged. Now, any parent knows those are expensive items yep. that you look after very well because they play a hugely important role. And I do did, I, I said straight away, the minute Wendy mentioned this case to me, I said, well, I've had exactly this happen to me, albeit many, many years ago. Wendy, it's mm. my daughter is about to go into matric, and it so was that's... when she was six, probably six months old. And um, we flew up to Joburg with Mango on the way there. The car seat was... Slightly damaged, not beyond the point of repair, and it was another one of those examples that you know we, d- we noticed too late oh, to right. report it. On the way back, they then left it behind in Johannesburg. <laughs> so I was sitting there at the airport with mm, a six-month-old do do? baby in arms and a car in the parking lot, but no way to be able to drive. Uh, to get her home safely, mm. and I was furious, Awful. and I confess, I actually went full-on Karen on them, Wendy, and as a result <laughs> I got them to go and hire a car seat from, I was going um, to say that from a you do car, is rental, hire it. The car rental, use. Uh, which got me home, and I insisted that they came and fetched it from my house the following day, so I didn't have to drive back to the airport, and to their credit, they actually did do that. So And you got your
1: and your own one back. I got back. my
0: own one back yes. in the end. But it's an expensive item to break, and uh th- so that was seven, 16, 17 years ago. Um, today's case study, very, very similar story. Very similar.
1: Only happened to her on the one leg, though. So, okay. Cape Town based chef Kayla Ann Osborne, um, Sunday before last, she flew with AirLink from Joburg to Cape Town, uh, landing in the evening with a young daughter, um, having checked in her daughter's six week old car seat. She just bought it six weeks earlier Gosh. as fragile luggage on the instruction of the airline check in crew member. Um, she said, I had to leave it on the floor at the check-in counters and not at the fragile department. I still asked the woman if it would be safe because leaving it in the middle of tumbus did seem a bit strange, she told me later. Um, and this is what she said. This is how I was alerted to the story. Um, she uh, posted on Facebook, I received the seat back. Uh, when I I received it back, the plastic, it was wrapped and was badly torn, and the ice clip, which is the main safety feature, was damaged. Basically, I might as well throw the car seat away now because its main safety feature doesn't work. Well, one of the two. It looks as though it was thrown. The staff member who brought it out of the fragile department looked very sheepishly at me while handing it over, knowing full well that the plastic was ripped um, and in quite a state. I called yesterday morning to report it and was told... They are not liable. Why force me to send it through Fragile then? I would have just carried it on board. I've flown up with other airlines with my infant and I've never had her car seat damaged before. Poor show, Airlink. And she continues The lady from the baggage department I called still hasn't sent me the form she offered to send in case I had insurance on which I could claim. I'm a single mom. This is a 5,500 Rand sure. car seat. Uh, and not even the most expensive one, she told yeah. me. And I had to drive home from the airport at 10 o'clock in the evening on a Sunday night with only one of the IceFX clips in the car seat working.
0: thats so, a, I mean, that's a really, really scary prospect and a, just an unacceptable response, exactly. uh, is, so, is my gut instinct. You did take it up with AirLink. I did. I was
1: alerted to it because, uh, as often happens, somebody that was friends with her on Facebook tagged me and said, Can you, can you Help, do something? Yes. So, I did take it up with AirLink. I pointed out to them that the Consumer Protection Act, it's Section 65, states that when a supplier has possession of property belonging to or ordinarily under the control of a consumer, the supplier must not treat that property as being the property of of the supplier, in other words, their property. Yeah. Be in the handling, safeguarding and utilization of that property must exercise the degree of care, diligence and skill that can be reasonably expected of a person responsible for managing any property belonging to another person. And finally, that supplier is liable to the owner of the property for any loss resulting from a failure to do the above. So as I said to Airlink, the car seat in question was not insured uh, by Kayla. But even if it was, that is a side issue in consideration of the CPA liability issue. Whenever this happened, whenever dealerships damage um, people's cars while in for a service mm-hmm. or repair, there's always a well, claim on your claim on your insurance. We'll we'll pay your excess, very magnanimous. But that's not the point. That's skirting Shouldn't the entire. Yeah. Whatever insurance other party does or doesn't have is a side issue to to liability. Um, I said um, as is as, uh, as is the issue of third party handlers. Um, a side issue. Because the service provider which receives payment for a service is responsible for the actions of its chosen third party partners.
0: Okay, so you put that to them directly, quoting the actual section of the Consumer Protection Act. How did the airline respond?
1: Okay, so I got a response from Airlinks Baggage Claims Manager, Melissa Forsluer, who said please note, she said please note, I think four times, Mm. my worst, please note that this matter has not been finalized and is still under investigation. We have requested the necessary information from Ms. Osborne on the 7th of October. In this email, Ms. Osborne was also advised that the matter is under investigation and we requested for some time to allow the airline to conclude the investigation. Please note that we are waiting for AXA to confirm a footage review slot in which we will be v- viewing footage with regards to the handling of the car seat. Unfortunately, all CCTV is under the control of AXA and as such we do not have access to view footage without a prior approved appointment. Please note that Ms Osborne will be notified as soon as we have received a date and a time from AXA to view the To view the footage. Based on the aforesaid, the investigation will be concluded once footage has been viewed, and the outcome of the investigation will be shared with Ms. Osborne i.e. not you thereafter the claim will be assessed in accordance with the applicable convention and those are the key words applicable convention there
0: okay now ms osborne is listening in <laughs> to all of that and kayla and thank you so much for being willing to speak to us today i'm so sorry you were left in this predicament because i know how expensive and precious those car seats are welcome to the show
2: Thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate it.
0: Sure. So you've just heard the AXA response that Wendy read out. It's quite different from what you were told by their baggage claim department, though, isn't it? Because when you spoke yeah. to them after the incident, they were quite emphatic that they were not liable at all.
2: Yeah. So I phoned, um, I think two days later. I obviously got back from the trip and I got back to work and it was crazy. So I did phone and I phoned in the morning And, um, they said to me, the lady was very nice, but she sounded quite new. And she said to me, um, just hold on, put me on hold. And, uh, when she came back, she said, we're not liable for any fragile luggage, but I can send you a form. So anyway, I didn't, I didn't argue with her. And I said, I gave her my email address and I never got an email. I never got a form. And then I posted on Facebook. Well, I actually commented on one of their posts on Facebook. Uh And I put my story there, and they responded only a day later or so, and they said, please contact Baggage. And I responded again, and I said, I've contacted Baggage, and they said, okay, please contact Customer Care. But um, the same day that I'd made the phone call, I had posted on my personal Facebook about what had happened, and someone had tagged Wendy in it.
0: Okay, so which is when Wendy then took up the case. So did yes, anybody say, they, yeah, say anything to you, sorry, Kayla, and about, about needing to look at camera footage at any point?
2: No, nothing. And they only responded to my Facebook post once Wendy had been tagged three days later.
0: Sure. Okay. Uh, They didn't take it seriously as as seriously as they should have, by all accounts. Um, I mean, look, obviously, I mean, I I can just imagine what was going through your head driving home that evening with a child in a car seat that you knew was not at full functionality that plays such an important role. You must have been terrified getting behind the wheel.
2: I was. And it's an hour drive from, or 40 40 minutes from Cape Town International to where I stay. Um, And... Yeah, I was. And I, also, I had no help. It wasn't like I couldn't phone someone and say, please bring an extra car seat or anything like that. I mean, I had to, I had to put it in the car seat and get home. Also, because we had to be home before curfew. Oh, yes. Same
0: story that came up last time. Kayla, and thanks. Please just hold the line. What we're going to do is take a short break for the news headlines, and then we'll carry on uh, with the story. And uh, Wendy's got some quite interesting observations. <laughs> We're back with uh, Wendy Nola and with Kayla Ann Osborne, who's on the line. Test from Stellenbosch, and before the break, was telling us about how her her baby's car seat was damaged during her recent travel on Airlink, and when she pointed it out to them, they said, "Sorry, we're not liable." Uh, Kayla Ann, just before we let you go, Wendy is going to share uh, further insight into their response and whether it's good enough. But I, I'm interested to know what you would feel would be fair compensation.
2: Um, I just would like them to replace the car seat. That uh, that's yeah. It's um. It's the main safety feature is is damaged, and yeah, I can't do anything with it now. So if they replace the car seat, that'd be great.
0: Okay. It's no longer fit for purpose, as no Wendy would uh, love to say to exactly. us. Kayla and Osborne, thank you for sh- sharing uh, your story with us. And please uh, feel free to keep listening in as Wendy shares further feedback as well as a legal comment uh, on uh, the, the airline's response here. So, Wendy, I, I, I would feel exactly the same way as kayla and by the way. If you broke it, you should replace it. Uh, it's, it's not like it's a small ticket item. It's a really expensive item uh, with a very, very important function. And I don't think they should be allowed to get away with saying and we're not liable.
1: Yes, and the u is a is an extended u. if it's not used directly, it, your third party handlers um. Hostel, partners yeah. are in with that you. That's a, you're, you're
0: accountable for it because you chose to subcontract to you them. You sort out your it. customer yeah.
1: and then sorted out with your with the people down the line that caused the damage on or whatever, whatever the yeah. um, the footage shows. Okay. okay. So that's what ideally so, should happen. So
0: the key thing is you read that response from Airlink and they mentioned the applicable convention. Um, and, Wendy, there's quite a lot to say on, on yes, this one. Yes, yeah.
1: uh, I must say I learned something and something I probably should have um, – Known a while ago, but all the airlines, when there's pilferage, um, th- i.e., theft from from a checked-in bag, will say when it comes to compensation, they'll say, "Well, we all, we all. It's a global thing. The Warsaw, the Warsaw Convention. Um, it's uh, compensation is based on weight." So it's $20 a kilogram, which is currently around 300 rand. Um, and you can imagine when people lose perfume or or a leather yeah. belt or something like that. I mean, it's a fraction of the actual worth. In this case, we're talking about a 10 kilogram car seat. So it, it's it's a little more closer to the actual cost, but still not quite not there. Quite, so there's a four of Airlink. Um when I asked her to explain what she meant by the applicable convention, that is what she said. She said the Warsaw Convention is an international convention which regulates liability for carriage of by air of passengers, luggage and goods. She quoted the twenty dollar thing yeah. and um she said please note that airlinks conditions of carriage state the following with regard to compensation on domestic travel. Keyword domestic, which is in line with the Warsaw Convention. $20 is currently, as I said, that's the $20 yep. per, per, per kilogram. So $20 is 300 rand. Uh, Kayla would look, if they stuck to that and the, the car seats 10 kilograms more or less, her compensation would be around 3,000 rand, leaving her short of about 1,500 rand to buy a replacement seat. So...
0: That's still well short. Okay. It's still well short. Okay, so what we're going to do is take a very short break and immediately after that we're going to get a legal opinion on whether that advice and whether citing the Warsaw Convention is actually going to hold any water in this case. Uh, We'll be speaking to Specialist Consumer Attorney Trudy Brookman, so don't go anywhere. Cape Talk. Consumer Talk. Call now on
2: 021-446-0567.
0: Right. So before the break, Airlink's response saying the Warsaw Convention applies here, and it sets out compensation at twenty dollars per kilogram uh, in the case of damage. Does it, though? That is the next question to ask. And Wendy, you've got a legal expert to weigh in on that.
1: I have Trudy Brookman. She's based just around the corner from us here in Cape Town, and she's always obliging. Um, and as she was in this case, um, I'd love to hear it. From from her mouth.
0: Absolutely. Trudy's with us, attorney specialising in consumer law at Trudy Brookman Attorneys. Trudy, as always, lovely to have you on the show and thanks for your help with this one.
3: Hi ladies. Yes, Any time um I took a quick look at the warsaw convention i've um I've batted heads with it before in my personal capacity um my luggage went in one direction and 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 my person and my husband went <laughs> in a different direction at, at, um I think it was in twenty nineteen when we were still travelling anyway, hopefully soon again um and I got. 50 dollars uh, on account of the warsaw convention and it turned out to be an absolutely useless uh, exercise <laughs> because we were you know on the inside of the airport at international departures um, and there were only designer shops i was in bangkok it's a oh. country where you can easily buy a t-shirt and and something cool to wear we'd come from from winter and we're on our way to cambodia anyway so we're just looking for something summery um and and it was all designer shops. My husband managed Boy. to get a T-shirt for his fifty dollars, and I found some uh, mosquito repellent. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, and the Warsaw Convention. Sorry, let me give you a proper legal answer. Provides very deficient compensation to consumers. Um, this thing about uh, compensating for luggage based on the on the weight of it um, obviously is not going to compensate one uh, unless you've got your d- dirty washing only in your um, in in your uh, uh, luggage and and uh, you don't really have very expensive clothing. Yeah. So, um, however, in this case. Um, the Warsaw Convention is completely irrelevant. SIA um, a- 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 link shouldn't have referred to it at, at all, um, because it only applies to international flights. Really? Um, so that is only where the place of departure is in a different country to the place of destination. If that makes
1: sense. I looked it up and read every word, and that's exactly what it says. It says it it, it, mm. the rest, the rest, it does not apply when if you do, if you leave from one territory and you don't land in another,
0: it, it does it doesn't not apply. Again that is uh wow i wasn't expecting that response so it doesn't it's completely irrelevant it does not apply to a domestic flight at all truly i'm astounded because uh, as you say we have heard so many stories of people complaining about the compensation they got being inadequate um uh, how, i mean i am staggered that an airline wouldn't know that
3: well i think maybe they I, do. it might be a little bit of a ploy mm. um yeah. Um, it's clear as the, day. You don't
1: have to read very far to find it d- deeply embedded in the Act. It's right at the beginning. Yeah, Chapter 1, Article 1. <laughs> okay,
0: right. so as simple as that, the Warsaw Convention does not apply. The Consumer Protection does uh, Act, though, does apply in this case, Treaty, it, it, it was damaged in transit within South Africa. That's our law that applies. So, uh, what do you think they should be doing to compensate, Kayla?
3: That's right. So um, Section 54 speaks about um, consumers' rights in respect of service and where um, the consumer has given uh, the control of any of their property to a supplier, they have the right to the return of that property As it was when the consumer made it available to the supplier for the purpose of performing their service of, you know, relocating the the, the, uh, kiddie seat. Um, So that means that they must give full compensation. Um, In other words, uh, it sounds like the situation is that the... um, Seat is no longer usable as it is, mm-hmm. so they either need to uh, pay for it to be repaired if that is possible. Probably simpler for them to simply reimburse uh, the consumer for the purchase price.
0: Okay, okay. that's absolutely clear, Trudy. Thank you. Any, just before we let you go, any words of advice to listeners in general around um, entrusting your luggage to airlines and, and the other third parties who would handle them as part of a flight? ah.
3: Oh. Difficult to give such advice, but um, maybe it's worthwhile to, you know, have your stuff, uh, you know, in- covered with that, mm. that plastic wrap. I mean, I, I suppose as a consumer attorney, I always hear the worst case mm. <laughs> situations. Um, but we, I do hear from time to time. And I'm sure Wendy does even more regularly of people whose um, stuff has either been stolen, luggage has been broken. And you, if you take a careful look at the luggage handlers, they are rough with our goods. as really, as consumers, uh, we need to send a message out to the airlines to say, it's actually not okay. Mm-hmm. Um, if you damage my goods, you need to compensate me fully. Um, but of course, uh, the, the principle is, um, valuables you keep in your hand luggage um, and and the rest of the stuff you put in your uh, in your in your case, which is checked in um, the problem with that is that all our stuff is valuable yeah, <laughs> especially exactly. if you're traveling you, you pack the, the essentials and, and often those are quite um, costly items so our place is the consumer in a dilemma
0: Okay, Trudy. This is a bit of a legal history one, but somebody's just asked how far the Warsaw Convention dates back. Um, is, is is it a recent uh, law no. um, or, or not?
3: It's an old one. Um, I, I seem to recall somewhere. Uh, like the nineteen sixties or something like that, but I would have to Google it to, to look it up. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm, no, that's really putting old. you on the spot. Uh, it's but more but than fifty
0: years. Okay, so several decades mm-hmm. old is the answer. Okay, um, Trudy, thank you so much. Appreciate uh, your call and your contribution this afternoon, Trudy Brookman, an attorney specializing in consumer law at Trudy Brookman Attorneys. So that's pretty emphatic, Wendy. Yep. It's not I'm covered by the Warsaw Convention, and you do have the right to compensation in terms of consumer going protection. To Elan,
1: Elan, um bodies, and and I'm going to be. I'm going to be having a lot of fun with that one. conversation. Yes.
0: Well, just let me read a couple of WhatsApps here that are directly pertinent. Cynthia saying, our luggage on airlines, I get so angry with the way our luggage is treated. We're forced to hand it over to them. I don't throw my suitcase around. I treat it with care and I watch over it so it's safe. I expect the same care from the airline when I have to hand it over to them. But I've seen really shocking behavior, very much echoing what Trudy said about the lack of yes. care. Um, and I understand there's pressure to get it on board the plane quickly because They're on timelines, etc. But point taken, Cynthia. And here's another one, Uh, also airlink, I'm afraid, saying. Uh, my wife and two daughters used Airlink from Joburg to Nelsprate as part of a Kruger Park visit. And when they arrived at Nelsprate Airport, Airlink had lost the one section of our daughter's car seat, which meant we couldn't use it at all. With very little assistance from ground crew, we had to go and buy a brand new car mm. seat before continuing our holiday. Turned out to be a very expensive holiday.
1: Yeah, it would. I mean, car yeah, seats are thousands are not cheap. of rand, yeah. So I thought it was a good time to mention this issue as well, uh, because the peak holiday seasons coming. Coming up, yeah. people are going to be travelling with car seats and prams, Absolutely. a lot of them. Yeah. So I thought, let me find out what's going. You know, what people can expect from other airlines if this happens to, to them. them. Yeah. Okay. So um, some gave me short answers, some gave me long ones, but um, let's go. First of all, uh, the chief marketing officer of Flysafic, Kirby Gordon. He cut and pasted the airlines um, T's and C's. Uh, they haven't come out of my prep, but um, he said, um, basically, we've um, we've lifted a bit of working there in terms of care, diligence, and skill. He's referring to that section of the um, Consumer Protection, Protection Act, Act yeah. that I quoted to all the um, airlines in terms of their liability. But effectively, I think the wording sums it up in that we s- say that both of us, both us and the customer understands that there are manual and mechanized processes at hand and that it's reasonable to expect some wear and tear. What that ultimately brings it down to is a case-by-case analysis of pretty much every situation with that guiding principle and application. So if an item gets scuffed, knocked, scratched or banged, or say a suitcase handle tears because a bag is heavy, but we all agree that it resulted from the normal processes of screening, moving and packing luggage, then we regard it that that care, diligence and skill were reasonably applied and the liability would be limited. If, however, as is seldom but sometimes the case, the damage is the result of negligence, then it's a different story. Accidents can happen where hoppers are overpacked and items fall out, or you get handlers who are unnecessarily rough. It's always a very tricky call to make, to be honest. And so usually we err on the side of benefit to the consumer when it's unknown because obviously it's the airline's responsibility to prove that reasonable care was applied. Excuse me, which is pretty tough to do. With a case like that, we'd probably get repair and replacement quotes and make the customer an offer. Um, s- uh, moving on to Comair, which operates BA, British Airways domestically, as well as Kalula. Um, they said there are certain items that due to their nature, size, and shape may and cannot be accepted uh, at the check-in counters. These items are generally unable to travel through the sortation system without being damaged. So the airline will accept some Such items on condition that the passenger indemnifies the carrier for any loss or damage that may occur. So that's That's taking it to that. Isn't that good to know? Yeah. Yeah. This indemnity notice is known as a limited release tag and with the passenger's knowledge and agreement is placed on the item at the check in counter. Generally, these items are either handed in at the. check and counter and carried by staff separately through the system or they are loaded at the boarding gate onto the aircraft, and that's what you see most often Yeah, because you need them up until the last Lots minute, to the, last minute. To, the, yeah. to the door of yeah. the plane. Although extra care is taken with such items by walking them through, but blah, 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 there are no guarantees on how the luggage will shift on the aircraft during the flight, and it also depends whether they've been protectively packaged or not. With prams and carry cots, chairs and the like, passengers often use the items right up until the boarding gates and then hand them over to be placed in the hold. Um As a result, the items are not packed to ensure that all the protruding items, such as wheels and buckles, are protected and belts, etc., are kept together. It's never the intention of a carrier to damage a passenger's luggage, but these things do happen, albeit that in considering the amount of baggage that is carried daily, the incidents of damage are relatively small in number. We advise passengers to always take travel insurance unless the items are already insured under their personal insurance. Um, And again, we investigate each claims on claim on its merit that personal insurance thing is a biggie that I would just especially a high ticket item like a car seat it's just and, and make it on your whatever your insurer calls it out and about or whatever it has to be specified and then lift um, I flew lift just yesterday actually yeah okay. um, Jonathan Ayash, who's the CEO, said, Lyft has a very clear policy when it comes to damaged passenger baggage claims. And like everything we do, we are customer-focused and our aim is to solve the problem. All a customer needs to do is let us know about the damaged luggage by completing a simple form and sending that to our support team. There are a few stakeholders involved in baggage handling, including the airline, baggage handlers and AXA. So investigation is sometimes required, so we handle any concerns on a case-by-case case. Case basis. In addition, we are currently looking into special baggage insurance, such as a, as a excuse me, as a further way we can assist our passengers. So, if you are planning to travel, um, certainly in peak season when there's high volumes, mm-hmm. um, package. Tra- I mean, it's difficult if you're using this, the things right up in, until the end, but maybe carry some kind of padded bag or, or packaging or something to to add to it, and then make sure it's, it's insured. Um, and for the rest, um, I don't always take my own advice. Obviously, there are times you can't. But when you possibly can, especially if you know people on the other side who have the same size clothing as you, <laughs> try and put it in the hold. Make sure it's cabin, in uh, the hold, rather in the cabin, overhead lockers. Make sure it's the right size and don't yeah. be one of those people who takes too big stuff on and, and tries to cram it in and cause all sorts of drama for everybody else. But um, these yeah. are the issues. I mean, I've traveled internationally a few times with just – a, a carry on, and it's quite a nice discipline. Not okay. always possible. I'm the first to say. Um, yeah, I've broken my own rule several times, <laughs> but but really, that is the only way to be sure. Is
0: to be able to keep eyes on your bag, at yeah, all time, and handle so it you know. yourself only. So, some interesting input here. F- firstly, let's just listen to a voice note uh, of somebody who observed how their item okay. was, was was treated. Let's take a listen. Hi, ladies. Um, yeah, the same or
2: similar
3: thing happened to us. Um, we traveled from Cape Town to Durban with my son, who was six months at the time. Um, we took our pram and our seat worth. And while we were boarding the plane, uh, while we were leaving the plane um, in Durban, we literally saw the, one of the guys throw our pram off the plane yeah. onto one of those turnstiles. Um, yeah, the pram has never been the same. No uh, just, just poor.
0: Okay, thanks. There's an eyewitness account, as it were. So, somebody commenting on the SMS line that travel tip websites usually advise not to take a pram or car seat on a flight, as it's likely to be damaged. I followed their advice on a trip to the USA and simply bought a cheap stroller on arrival. That was back in 2011. That is an alternative, and there are there are rental uh, places that, if you're lucky enough to find yeah. them, you can rent that qu- equipment on arrival. It doesn't help, though, with the car seat in particular. If you are transporting your child to the airport and have you, to transport them to, on from the airport on the other end, you need to have the car yeah. seat at the very least. I take the point about the pram, but the car seat, there's no getting away from unless no. you know somebody on the other Especially end in, to lend you one.
1: Especially in very regulated countries. Hmm. Um, I remember my kids were little, like four, and going on two, went to my sister's wedding in the States, and yeah. we'd had the car. And, um, the seats were... I watering amount and They weren't very good seats. Either. That, yeah. But you, you just legally you could not leave the airport. You couldn't drive to Target and buy a cheaper one. Cheaper and better.
0: Because that first leg with no yeah. hot seats. I was mean illegal. honestly, yeah. especially
1: when yeah. paying in Rands, the the price was just crazy. But yeah, I think I think it could end up cheaper and, and, and less hassle just to um to make a plan on the
0: other side. Okay, so I mean the bottom line here is uh, the insurance comment is one to consider. Obviously, you've got to do your sums and find out where the travel insurance is worth it compared to the cost of replacing the item that you're wanting to insure. The other thing to re-emphasise again uh, is that um, um, you mentioned this last time, you need to report damage straight away the minute you see it at the airport before you leave because then you've got proof. Here it is right now, fresh off the plane, broken leave it even half a day they can turn around and say you could have broken that at home when you got if home If it's late then take yeah.
1: photographs in the airport so you can see and they they dated on your on your phone on your phone um but just document the fact that that's how the goods arrived. Okay.
0: And thank you so much. Dave uh, d- took the time to look up that question that somebody asked about the Warsaw Convention. It says apparently it dates all the way back to 1929, original oh, signature in Warsaw, amended in 1955 and again in 1971. It would be interesting to know how often they review the amount of compensation, uh, Wendy. Um, I think uh, my producer was going to call Trudy and see if she knows that particular uh, feedback. If we do get that information before the end of the show. I'll share it with you. Lastly, before we must wrap up, on the fruit juice, a lot of people asking which products are affected. Once again, it's the Woolworths 200ml 100% apple juice, only the 200ml cartons. Small little cartons. Um, On the the liquid fruit side, uh, the, the clear apple 250ml, the clear apple 330ml can the Clear Apple 300ml can and the Clear Apple 1 litre so the 1 litre box affected by uh, in liquid fruit and then apple Tizer, it's the 330ml cans and as well as the glass bottles with particular best by 4 dates so if you are worried just go onto Google and search apple Tizer recall you will find the batch details and the dates that apply and uh, rather check before you open and drink it thank you Trudy has got back to us Um, apparently the amount of compensation was last updated at the end of 2019. Um, and in fact, it's gone up from $50. The new amount is more, 50. but it depends on the weight of your luggage and other more complicated factors. So it has been increased slightly, but with a more com- complicated ca- calculation involved, okay. apparently. Yeah. Okay,
1: so so Airlink is still using $20 per uh, US dollars per kilogram Sounds
0: like Airlink needs a brush up on uh, the legal <laughs> I will have. A,
1: I will look at that straight away.
0: Okay, Wendy, to be continued then next week, thanks as always for being with us and a reminder that if you do want to connect with Wendy the best thing to do is pop an email to consumer at nola.co.za spelled K-N-O-W-L-E-R